Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they and she. <laughs> okay, now now that we're in the podcast, now we can talk about Chrono Trigger a little bit. Okay, well, okay, so let's do a teeny bit of preface. So okay. there was a Nintendo Direct this past week, and there was a lot of One good stuff. One hell of a Direct. Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff confirmed. Um, For me in particular, it was very much a... Hey, Square Enix finally remembers that they've got some good ass, like older games that they're finally bringing to the high definition era. One of them being the Front Mission games. They're doing one and two for the Switch. They're bringing Live Alive, which is a Japanese only RPG for the Super Famicom they're bringing to the Switch. And most importantly for me, they're bringing Chrono Cross to the Switch. So, um, I'm obviously very excited about that and I have um convinced my co-host my lovely co-host cassidy i was like hey we should or i think originally it was you should play chrono trigger before cross comes out and now i'm also playing chrono trigger and we're gonna we're gonna do a quick aside to talk about chrono trigger thoughts on the show before we get into things proper yeah i mean it's just like some you know, real simple stuff of just like talking about how well the game like, is made so like here's the thing mm-hmm. i'm i've ne- i didn't really play chrono trigger growing up i don't have like that nostalgia filter yeah i played a little bit of it when it came out on, on the ds but I, I was in my era of i'm bad at video games yeah yeah um so i i didn't get past like the future um, um my my love for the chrono series is interesting because like I've played a lot more of Cross than I have of Trigger, but um, Chrono Trigger reminds me of one of my very best friends from high school, somebody I still keep in contact to today, um, and, like, it's one of her favorite games. So, like, I, I kind of have the connection to Chrono Trigger in that way, and, like, I, I've, I've watched the speedrun many times, I've wanted to kind of go back to it. I bought the Steam version before I realized it was bad. <laughs> and then this is kind of my my attempt to like finally get into the game and like really give it a try. Yeah, so I'm like a little over seven hours in. I, I, I did a, a fight against um, Black Tyranno. It was like the last boss I beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I... I'm genuinely impressed at like how little of a fight this puts up as far as RPGs go. You know? Yeah, yeah. It kind of becomes a matter of it's less about like feeling constantly in danger and more of um how quickly and efficiently you can get this over with. Yeah, they're they're like I'm always like to say, okay. So I know that these enemies I are better off being attacked with this, so let me just cast this one spell and then it'll just like auto attack everybody else and be done within like two rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh it's 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 very chilly. Even like the boss fights, they aren't like super dangerous. It's just more of like a alright, let's see how long you can keep it up. And I, I genuinely wonder if um that is a difference between like the SNES and DS versions. Hmm. Or, um, cause like, um, one of my main frame of references is the, the SNES speed run. And I know they do a lot of like dodging overworld battles and like intentionally kind of leaving the cast under leveled for the sake of speed. Um, and so like, obviously, you know, like, um, the, I just fought this boss. It's the the dragon tank. Um, 
Like that boss is a lot scarier in the speed run because like when he does his like big charge attack, that can take um Luca and Chrono down to like 130 HP pretty quickly versus when I did it like a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is like really chill. I killed the head in like five attacks with Chrono." <laughs> and I like really just kind of, you know, and it's it's also interesting like um how in like other RPGs I feel like I'd be like constantly casting cure on people you know trying to keep people up and and this game it's very much like i'll just use enough potion to get me to like halfway hp and then we're just gonna go full on the offensive yeah uh i think the the hardest fight for me like as far as like needing to do healing stuff is was the the magus fight Mm -hmm, yeah um but that was because i went in there with only two (laughs) spellcasters Oh, I took okay. Frog, I did not take Frog back to the end of time to teach him magic. Okay. So it was just, alright, let me run in here and I have Frog, Chrono, and Robo. Mm-hmm. So I have to just keep fishing to have the shadow or light uh, weakness. Yeah. Um, it's a great one. It, it rolled like shadow four times in a row because shadow's also only a single target attack mm-hmm. um, from Magus. Instead of hitting all of my dudes for like half their HP. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'm um, just... Yeah. It's just a good chill time. Like, even if it's not hard. And I'm sure there's like... if I'm, I'm worried for me to get to the fucking Lavos fight and then for the shooter Drabo just being like, oh, I can't beat this. I don't remember Lavos being hard in the speed run. I, I If I remember correctly, there's a gimmick to it. But I think because you're an adult with a fully formed brain, you will get it pretty quickly. It's a lot of assumptions about my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and I, there is like I want to say like a a super boss too, because I think you can fight. What is his name? Uh, I I, I want to just say uh, Sekiro, but that's not it. <laughs> that's a FromSoft game. Um. I do believe there's just a uh, a super boss you can fight in the end of time that's just, like, insane, but, like, challenging in a good way. I know, I... Yeah. It's chill. (laughs) I'm excited about Chrono Cross. Mm Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying not to... Because there's, like, little things that I'm reminded of while playing Chrono Trigger that I want to, like, send you and be like, oh, haha, I, I didn't realize that, like, you know, this was, like, foreshadowed in that, but also I'm like, oh, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to it. I don't want to say too much ahead of uh, us playing Chrono Cross in April. Also, based on the Steam page, it's only going to be 20 bucks? Like, that's fucking ridiculous. I know. I, I was legitimately expecting a $40 release. Mm. Especially, like, between, like, like the upresing a little bit of it, and like the inclusion of that uh, Satella View game. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, to be fair, it's it's mostly just like a uh, choose your own adventure novel, but it still is special that like they're they're finally releasing that officially in English, and like we have like official translations for it versus it just kind of like living in the fandom's realm. Um, God, there's there's so many good dudes. Like Chrono Trigger has a like. I feel like the whole cast is really strong. Like I like, you know, the the cast of principal playable characters. I think that's really neat. 
but uh Chrono Cross has so many good dudes. Like so many good dudes. <laughs> yeah, I'm already having a problem with Chrono Trigger where I'm just like, what who do I want to bring in here? Oh gosh. I, I wanna see these characters interact. I'd love to see that. Right. Or but if I bring these characters then I don't have a dedicated healer. Ah no. <laughs> I forgot the DS version translated uh frogs heal as a slurp yeah fucking <laughs> fortnite champion over here frog chrono trigger good old glenn <laughs> mm. good shit good shit um i don't know i i think if, if i don't know, I, I think to me um when like classic games like this get like overblown and you know especially like you know gamers that are older than me are like this is one of the best games of all time that kind of makes you go um maybe it's not maybe it's just like the first rpg you played when you were a kid and that made it you know that impressed something on you but maybe it's not the best game of all time but i I think i'm I'm here to say like i think it's a good game i think people should play it for for trigger that is um Maybe not be the best game of all time, but like I think it's. I mean, it, I could see the argument for it. I think it's mm-hmm. like a a pretty good example of an RPG done well. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's a lot there's a lot of like small technical things that um they were able to pull off on the Super Nintendo that I think are really impressive. Like I think you and I were talking about this before off air um, a couple nights ago. Like the fact that like characters will move in and out of maps and like have like a tracked movement between screens or like um chrono doesn't like in um i think it's in like kind of going into 3d a lot of games will do the thing where like you can just like run into walls and they'll just play the like bump sound but in um chrono trigger like if you try to run into something that you can't move through chrono will just stop in his tracks and just shake his head no Uh, which it has happened a lot to me when, like, uh, for example, in the uh, the, the cave person village, mm. uh, there's like a little girl who like run up to you, and then suddenly I'm trapped in her hitbox until she moves away. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like trying to spin in a circle, and Chrono's just like, no, I just, I'm gonna I, knock this kid over. No, yeah, I just I think that's so charming, and like, I don't know, like I I know um, Chrono's just like. Uh, you know a silent protagonist but i i think he's such a good main character even even with that like he's a good dude yeah uh, something about like the world around him still does like i i talked about how i think the akira toriyama design of chrono does not look like a child agreed Um, but something about like the way the story is written around him still like i get i get the feeling like oh no this is a a a child character Mm -hmm. you know like a young teen or yeah 18. um i guess it's kind of the way the world interacts with chrono and treats him even if he's not you know saying his piece literally it's it's kind of the way that the world is reflected through like people talking to him yeah especially when it comes to his peers like luca mm-hmm. and marl yeah specifically yeah. like those two are characters that are about his age and they are also extremely written as or at the very least, localized as teens. Yeah, yeah, uh, very much so. And it really helps sell that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the fact that uh, the uh, DS version has the 
the animated cutscenes, I think is like extra charming just for everybody involved. Yeah, I still don't like to see Chrono in them. Um, because I, I, like I said, I, I don't care for his Akira Toriyama design. It is extremely Goku. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like, it's even more Goku than some of the Dragon Quest designs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because at least with Dragon Quest, you could be like, oh, no, 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 this isn't a Goku, this is at least Trunks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, real quick, I needed to ask because you kept bringing up like the differences between the DS and the SNES version. Does the SNES version also level up your characters that you have in your reserves? I want to say it does. Okay, because I, I was like worried that it wouldn't do that, and then I just like checked and I was like, oh wait, no, yeah, Luca's back there and she's still like level twenty four now. Uh huh. Yeah. It doesn't teach them new uh, uh, techs. Correct. But Correct. it will level them up, which is good at the very mm. least. Yeah, I want to say even, like, with crosses, like, 48 characters, it does something very similar with its convoluted and and, and fucked leveling system. Like, characters on the bench are still getting stat-ups. I don't know, it's just, like, it's it's a refreshing battle system, too, with, like, um, the stats. Because, like, Chrono has, I think, where I'm at, like, 14 speed. And, like, Luca has maybe, like, eight. So, Chrono is literally going, like, twice sometimes before Luca does. And it's, like, it's nice to see your numerical stats being reflected in very literal ways in combat. Because a lot of, like, JRPGs, your your stats are kind of, um, like, you see a number, but it, it it's kind of, like, smoke and mirrors how it actually gets implemented. Mm-hmm. I although I did still have to look up how accuracy was calculated for certain stuff because uh Marl does start with an accessory that's like, oh plus two accuracy. I'm like, I've never had a move miss. What is happening? What's this do? <laughs> and it turns out that accuracy is a stat that affects the damage that both Luca and Marl do with their ranged attacks. Which is actually um reflected on the stat screen. If you put plus accuracy gear on them, you'll see their actual, like, attack stat go up. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a nice way to, like, give you a hint at that damage formula without telling you the damage formula directly in-game. It's a wild formula, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's... I could probably talk about this for, like, another ten minutes, but... Well, I guess, give me, give me, like, a thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, how are you feeling about the story with, like, the the time travel shit? Like, um... I like it. I mean, I, that's kind of something I knew I was going to like coming into it, mm-hmm. because I enjoy time travel stuff. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, I, like, came to a realization and tweeted about it that, um... The gates in Chrono Cross are all relative. They're not actually for fixed points in time. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just... I, I think about how like how time travel has to work and the mm-hmm. way that the story in this game works is that every time you go back the stuff that you did before was still had already happened. Mm-hmm. Which means you come back after you had left and therefore it is a relative time yeah. distance. Yeah. Um yeah, I love I love the way this game handles like the different because you're 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 in essentially a fixed space. And you're kind of viewing it through, like, all these different, like, points in time. And I think that's, like, really cool to see. Like, even just the first time you go back in time, seeing, like, the Kingdom of Guardia 
you know, what is it, 400 years previous? And like, yeah, the dis like, there's a, a pretty big, like, geographical difference, too, even uh-huh. in those 400 years. Of, yeah. Like, there's like a little peninsula in the modern era that's not there mm-hmm. uh, in the past. Yeah. Um, so, uh, teaser for Chrono Cross. So, Chrono Trigger is a game about time and like time travel. Chrono Cross is a game about, uh, space and time so look forward to that across two worlds or whatever they said mm-hmm. during the nintendo direct yeah yeah because it's essentially you're you're dealing with parallel universes huh anyways we should get to the show yeah we should do the show <laughs> all right um so we came in we have the prompts of dance um and i think i said that i was not going to think about it at all this week mm-hmm. and the good news is that i haven't. <laughs> Um, let me start a timer. Do you have any uh, limitations you want to stick on this before we jump in? Um, maybe maybe in. not a, a limitation, but it might be a movie tie-in. Okay. But I also, I don't know if you've seen the movie, so... <laughs> right, we'll see. 45 minutes on the clock, let's go. <laughs> um, so, uh, a f- few weekends ago, I had a hankering for listening to, like, 80s music, right? Mm-hmm. And in particular... And a hankering, I understand. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it started with listening to the Dirty Dancing soundtrack, went to Flashdance, and ended with Footloose. So what if we did Footloose the musical, the game? I have not seen Footloose. <laughs> okay, I mean, even if you haven't, Footloose is an extremely simple premise. Yeah, so if if dancing is illegal, or sorry, if dancing is outlawed, only outlaws will have dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Town is banned dancing. Outsider comes to town. Is like, why aren't you dancing? Gets the town to dance. The end. <laughs> um, yeah, the only thought I did have that I had, like, yesterday was... I am on two separate podcasts about tokusatsu shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking about how, like, they have, like, those, um, like, on their, like, actual broadcast, they do, like, sometimes they do, like, a crossover, like, a dance thing to get children moving in front of the television. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Or, like, taking it in, like, a magical transformation direction kind of thing. I don't know. The only thing I wanted to do with this was not make it be another Just Adventure game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I'm there with you. Um, we could do a Footloose. I just, my thing was, like, I, as much as I think this would be, like, funny and good, I was also like, well, what's, what's, what is gameplay for this? Is it, like, um, you know, a DDR, or, like, what? Um, yeah, I guess, like, do we want it to just be, like, a game about dance, or do we want to have it be, like, actual physical dance, so it can't, it has to be, like, one of those, like, physical movement rhythm games? Yeah, yeah, that's, um... That is, that is also my thought, because, I don't know, like, I like, I don't know, it's always interesting when you have games that clearly could have worked with, like, motion controls, but, like, we're kind of in, you know, post-Nintendo Wii era, <laughs> so I feel like a lot of games are less inclined to do, like, really involved motion controls now. Yeah. I mean, so, let's talk about the different, uh... 
forms that a rhythm or dance game can make. I mean, where this is going to be a rhythm game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to say it up front, mm. okay. Um, so like, there's you know, Note Highway, classic, mm. my favorite, I think, of the options. Love a good Note Highway. Um, there's like the Osu style, mm-hmm. which I understand the appeal of, but I cannot do well. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> um and then you know like there's it's pretty much those are the two main ones and then you take those and you turn them into different flavors right um you know by either adding a plastic instrument or a dance mat or however that new one is where it's just an entire floor of leds that just light up as you dance on it and i don't know how it judges yeah i and like every time i've seen it the camera is turned away from the screen and at the dancers. I even seeing the screen, it's mostly just like left foot and right foot. And I'm like, how does it know which one's which? <laughs> Isn't technology amazing? I don't, I need, I need to know what it's called so I can look up how it works. So I can have this answered, like answered. I need to know <laughs> my, in, my natural curiosity is just requiring that I know how it works. Hmm. Um. And then, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much we covered all of the basic ideas. I guess there's like Tycho, which is also like a no mm. highway, but different. Yeah, yeah, because um, the groove coaster, yeah, which is like a reverse no highway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what if we just like do a footloose style story, and it doesn't have to be a footloose tie-in? Yeah. No, definitely. But also, Kevin Bacon does a voice to really throw you off. Okay. <laughs> it's, um, well, I gotta look up something to make sure I'm about to make a reference. I've, I'm not sure if I've seen that many things that Kevin Bacon is in, despite the fact that there's six degrees of. <laughs> I have seen Footloose, and I have seen, um, the show he did on Amazon prime where there's like full frontal um okay he was in tremors mm, okay i may have seen like half of tremors or tremors was on in a room that i was in but i didn't pay much attention to it mm. i know b is if not super into all of them has at least owns several of them yeah yeah um okay no x-men first class he's an x-men first class i saw that oh he is because he's an asshole isn't he he plays like, sebastian shaw who's he's like is, the um, bad guy an adversary of the x-men mm. part of wikipedia is that it might be the only movie of his that i've seen <laughs> <laughs> oh he's also the voice of balto oh god okay so that's two uh anyways um yeah i haven't even watched any of these shows in the in the show section okay i gotta close this tab um but also i like the idea of something like uh elite beat agents not necessarily the osu part but like i like the idea of like these dancing men just show up to solve problems by dancing (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> sorry now i'm re- remembering a different uh a different rhythm game that i've never played 
but I'm trying to make sure it's the one I'm thinking of. Okay, but also, what if it's like Rhythm Heaven? <laughs> oh, yeah, Rhythm Heaven's good. Rhythm Heaven is a, a different type of rhythm game than the other two that we've mentioned. Because it's, it's, it's based off of visual cues, but it also has extremely simple inputs. Like, the input isn't honestly, the challenge less based on visual cues than you might think there's a visual cue involved but there's a lot of like elements of the game where it's like all right and now we're going to remove the visual cue entirely you have to do it by the rhythm yeah that's that is true um but like ultimately it's not about like you know oh make sure you're pushing you know all these crazy buttons at the same time it's more about like doing very complicated very intense like <laughs> rhythmic patterns hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, is there a way you can do an OSU game on a controller? And I'm not sure there is. I mean, I guess there are the ones that, like, still do buy a button, but they just, like, just have the, the notes across the screen, like a Project Diva, I believe, does that. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, the I think the, the Miku console games, uh, I guess those are more Note Highway than OSU. I think the one that I played on the, the demo of on the Switch, I felt like it was like Osu mostly. Yeah, like, it's just instead of clicking it or hitting it with a with your finger, it's by hitting the button like corresponding. Hmm. I don't know. It could also be a kind of anthology, almost like we could do something where like we kind of pays homage to multiple rhythm games okay okay here's the idea we're gonna marry the two concepts together uh-huh so i was talking about it being like a, a tokusatsu style thing uh-huh uh so like uh, like a magical girl style team of three three mm-hmm. you know, pick whatever colors you want pink yellow blue mm-hmm, the classics um and then they they show up in this town uh, that is, or if not town, then like a realm that is dancing has been outlawed. Mm-hmm. You know, the footloose thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, each one of them plays a different style of rhythm. Yeah. So one of them's like the very, you know, kind of intense, like intense rhythm, but input simple rhythm, he- rhythm heaven style. Oh, see, I was thinking the rhythm heaven one would be like the quirky one. Okay, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because, like, the way Rhythm Heaven is put out is it's not, like, really, like, a perf- like, it would be tied to an action that is happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can imagine, you, you know, each one of those, like, if you imagine it's all one person doing all of them, it could be very quirky. Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite Rhythm Heaven minigame is either the Rolling Seals mm. or uh, Cheer Library or whatever it was called. Which one? I don't. I don't know if I'm familiar with either of those. You don't know about three flipper rolls? Maybe. Hold on. Okay, I found the seals. All right. Well, it's called flipper flop for the first uh-huh. one, and then I'll look up the other one. Cheer readers was the other one. Okay. Mm, okay. I think the the one I saw that I really liked it was like um. It was, like, stuff that was, like, moving down a conveyor belt, and you, like, had to hit a piston and, like, launch shit. Oh, that one's good. Yeah. Okay, I need to not just watch Rhythm Heaven in silence, but... Listen, I I was doing it, too. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so yeah, we've got like the the quirky one who does like the more like rhythm heaven style, um, and then Exists maybe in a world solves a problem mm-hmm. with with dance or mm-hmm. rhythm. Um, I think the one that's more, I guess, like DDR kind of uh, note track one. It's less of like your I actions think... coordinate to like. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I was just thinking about the characters and their personalities and the color combinations, and I, I, I think I figured it out. Okay, good. <laughs> um, uh, yellow is the quirky rhythm heaven one. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue is like the cold and serious Osu one. Yes. Um, and then pink is like the the leader who does the the energetic leader who does no highway stuff. Hmm. I think um, pink's style is less of like your playing the rhythm game translates into like attacks and more of there's a scene going on and you're just kind of like playing notes along to the soundtrack. Yeah. It's like, uh, she's out there doing the, Oh, you got trouble out here in river city kind of thing. Mm, Um, Yeah. And you're just doing some no highway stuff. Yeah. And then, um, I think it's probably the same for blue. Honestly, I think, I think of blue, it's, like, less, like, there's a scene happening, but it's not inherently, like, I don't think there's vocals in the ocean uh-huh. tracks. I think it's, like, yeah. like, emotion and, like, like, metaphorical stuff is, like, mixing in with, like, the reality of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, cutting yeah. in and out of anime music videos. Yeah, it's it's a lot more music video than it is, like, you're playing, you're playing along to the soundtrack of a scene. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes a Kingdom Hearts intro video. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, um, the musical number from the Jetsons movie. <laughs> um, what are, like, what is, like, the, the Magical Girl team called? Because, okay, because I've got Pretty Cure on the brain. Um, mm-hmm. just because of my, my Twitter feed and the folks that I follow, I feel like I just, I'm constantly thinking of, like, Pretty cure. <laughs> like delicious party pre-cure. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the fairies for that? I think I have. I think I've seen all of the cast. Okay. So I'm not um, sure if I've shown them directly to you. I just uh, I, I get lots of screenshots sent to me from a Yumi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Pam Pam. <laughs> I've yet to watch Delicious Party and I won't until we do it on prepod, but yeah. I love Pam Pam. It's so little good. sandwich dog. <laughs> what if the team is called like So I think the team's called Love and then like a musical term and then like each of the girls is like the musical term pink. That musical term yellow blue. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like short easy to say musical terms that aren't like too obscure like love um love pitch or i've sent you a a portmanteau <laughs> rhythm magic yeah but what about love scale and it could be scale pink. love scale is extremely like a fucking uh I'm, I need to come up with an idle group for my mobile game name. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> RQB Love Chord. 
It'd be cord pink, cord yellow. Pretty warrior love with magic. Mmm, okay. Okay, Bishojo Senshi love magic. <laughs> Pretty warrior love with magic. With magic pink. Yeah. Um, so I guess more 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 talk about the conflict. Um yeah. is there a reason why like dance has been banned from this realm? Uh is there like evil forces at play? Um uh, they're there... trying to avoid stomping your feet and loud noises to avoid waking up the horrible monster that lives underneath the earth. Uh oh. Yeah. It's they Lavos. gotta be quiet. They gotta be quiet or Lavos is gonna wake up. <laughs> Look, some but, but the reg- the real the regular day to day people don't know about it. It's like mm. a secret held by the uh well, by yeah, the loyalty or whatever at the town. That or um the reason why the tradition is the way it is has been forgotten because because it was a secret way back in the day and like at some point the information was not passed along what if it is just a church what if it's just like one of those things where like the church has the most power in the area and they're keeping it a secret because they don't want people to know about a power greater than them or whatever Look, I'm all about magical girls kicking some Catholic ass. I think all the I think all the villains should be like nun adjacent. Oh, it's like that um that one season of Sailor Moon where all of the uh, the monsters of the week had a Sailor Fuku, but uh, every single mo- monster of the week has a nun's habit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Catholic Church is hiding the fact that there might be a power greater than God. He lives in the crust, and if you stomp and dance too loud, he'll wake up. But of course, the girls don't realize that until it's way too late, and they're organizing like some huge, like concert festival or something like that. They're trying to get everybody in the town to dance with them, but they storm the church with an army of dancers. Hmm. Uh, that's when uh, Rhythm Magic, Green, Purple, and Orange join the squad. That's Those aren't sequel. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, a, that's a, the free update DLC coming this fall, which allows you to play golf. <laughs> it also includes uh, Radical Dreamers for some reason. Listen, they translated it. They're just going to stick it in everything. Now. <laughs> 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 when they finally get around to doing Chrono Trigger for the Switch, it'll also have ra- Radical Dreamers. I would not be surprised. It's like, okay, what? but HD2D <laughs> Chrono Trigger. It could be a Surf or it could be an Eyesore. That's kind of how I'm, 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 my stance on HD2D is right now. I think if you like tone down the shadows a little bit more than some of these other HD2Ds, Mm. Like I like the lighting system and everything. I just like if you keep the darks just a little bit less dark. Yeah, yeah. That's turn, um, the con- turn the contrast down a little. Yeah, that's one of the things I did when I um started playing the most recent triangle strategy demo, is I, I bumped up the brightness or I lowered the contrast and then I removed the drop shadow from around the screen. Mm. 
And I was like, this is way more palatable. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think if you do that change, I think it would look fine. Yeah. God. See, I, I know the idea is that the sprites aren't, like, 3D, and it's the environments that are 3D, but could you imagine, like, just a big old chunky robo-sprite? We're like a low poly robo sprite. Low poly robo model. Please. He's the only he's the only cast member that gets a low poly model. Just mode sevening around the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like it came from Star Fox too. <laughs> um Yeah, and then like when the big monster shows up, it turns out um that the monster's just cranky from sleeping too. Mm-hmm. And you just have to win it over with the power of dance and friendship. Mm-hmm. And then it just turns into, like, a little fairy friend. No big fairy friend. It still remains giant. <laughs> it's like the end of Digimon the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He goes from being a creepy clown to a terrifying baby. <laughs> Precisely. And then gets reincarnated as an egg. Mm-hmm. And that egg was Lavos. Um, so when I was on the Chrono Trigger wiki, mm-hmm. I learned that a Chrono Trigger is an item or a thing that you get in the game, the Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Uh, and so my brain, I was like, oh, it's like the Iblis Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chrono was the Chrono Trigger the whole time. Um, they also do that in Cross. You just get an item called the Chrono Cross. That. See, the thing is, a cross is like an item, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Love to have a crucifix of time. Yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> normal, even. <laughs> I finally found you, Chrono Trigger! <laughs> uh, do we have anything else we need to cover? Um, is, is the name just the name that we came up with for the team? I think so. I think the I think the name is just uh, Pretty Guardian Love Rhythm or Love Rhythm Magic. Or should it have like a subtitle like uh, Crisis Beneath the Crust? Um, or Crisis no, I don't in think so. Okay, we'll save that for DLC. <laughs> we'll save that for the movie adaption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when um they do the movie adaptation and then they actually cross over with Pretty Cure. Just, just thinking about Pretty Cure now. I gotta watch an episode of that for today. Mm. But I also need to run to the grocery store first, and hopefully it won't be terrifying. Oh yeah, it's it's the Super's Bowl. It's Sports Day. Happy Sports for the game, Day. For the big game. The big game. This week's big game was... <laughs> Pretty Warrior Club with Magic. I love to come up with portmanteaus. You really do. It's amazing. Um, it's like uh, with Magical Guardian Gourmetin. A mm-hmm. thing that doesn't exist. Right, stop the timer this time so it doesn't spook me after I'm done writing like it did last time. Now I'm going to start writing. Oh, we need a name for the, the place. Oh, um... Can, I just, can we just steal another thing and steal a name from uh, the Phantom Tollbooth and call it the Doldrums? Sure. Okay. Oh, maybe not the doldrums and just call it doldrum. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think, is there something we can call other than the church, but still make it clear that we're talking about <laughs> Christians? 
Because <laughs> I don't want people to confuse this as like a a thing about all religions. Um. See, I don't know. I, I'm kind of in the. It's in the grand tradition of JRPGs saying that the church is inherently evil. Okay. And 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 not being very specific about it, but also being very specific, it's like Catholicism. Like literally, <laughs> the only other thing I could think of would be saying like the temple, but like mm. that is too easily conflated with anything else. Yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that it's used in a lot of like the fantasy novels that I read, and all of the layouts of those temples are extremely Catholicism. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty warrior love rhythmic. A dance game. Doldrum is a land of silence and dreariness, as the church forbids dancing and merriment. But then colorful, sorry, but then the colorful rhythmagic pink, cool rhythmagic blue, and quirky rhythmagic yellow arrive to cheer the people up. It is revealed that the church banned dancing and merriment to prevent the awakening of an ancient creature that slumbers beneath the city. When it awakens, love rhythmagic work to prevent it so it, that it in the town may ex- coexist happily. Each member of Love Rhythmagic plays like a different type of rhythm game. Pink uses note highways, blue is like Osu, and yellow is like Rhythm Heaven. Nice. Very nice. Ta-da. <laughs> um, in that case, I think it's time for our plugs. And for me to also roll the numbers while we're saying plugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at RNGGCast. You can find the show on Twitter at RNGGCast, and you can send us emails to RNGGPodcast at gmail.com. Crash. You can find me online at Daphne Oliver XIV. You can find me there retweeting Final Fantasy XIV stuff. Um, that is where I'm at in the public sphere. Cassidy, where are you online? You can find me online at twitter.com under the username MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. You can find my podcasts that I do and that I've guessed it on on my website, which is at metalbotness.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle.neocities.org. All right, next week is a hacking game. Ooh. Hacker's voice, I'm in. Hacker's voice, just just watch me. <laughs> Hacker's voice, swordfish. A hacking game, but it's literally just the hacking from Fallout 3 turned into its own game. Uh, there was a website that was that. I don't know yeah. if it still exists because I don't know if it was on Flash or not. I think it is because um people were uh, on the chess cord looking for alternative Wordles when um uh New York Times was doing their acquisition of Wordle and somebody like name dropped that one and I think somebody was like, oh, it's still running, nice. Man, neat. I'll probably still do Wordle until I break my streak, which is currently at forty-one. Nice, very nice. So, not likely yet, but <laughs> we'll see. I was going to quit it when it transferred over, but they kept my streak, so I can't really give up on it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're in there. It's just like a nice little thing to do, either right before bed or right when I wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a lot healthier than being on Twitter.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. I mean... We have the thing. We've set our stuff. Mm-hmm. That's it for the show. Uh, we'll find out what we're doing with hacking next week. Because it's not going to be Swordfish because I also haven't watched Swordfish. <laughs> uh, but until then, good luck. Have fun. Oh, maybe it'll be Summer Wars. Summer Wars.